Hi, I'm Samantha Portia, and welcome to my show, Cosmic Diaries, a show where I talk a lot about personal growth using suggested tips and guides from a testimonial standpoint, all while on a magical soul-searching journey. Thank you for joining me, new and seasoned listeners. Okay, guys, how are you doing? Welcome back. Welcome back. I know it's been a little minute since I have done a podcast, but you guys, I am going to stay consistent with you guys here and make sure that you guys continue to come back because I will be doing new content constantly. Okay, so with all that being said, today, guys, I wanted to come and talk to you guys a little bit about self-sabotage, okay? We all know it. We've all experienced it, whether we've experienced it consciously or subconsciously. We all experience sabotage or self-sabotage um, to a certain degree. So I wrote down a few um, things here that resonated with me and i'm sure a lot of you will be able to resonate with this as well on certain things or certain tips or certain instances that has happened that allowed me to notice um self-sabotage now guys i tell you guys all this all the time i talk to you guys from a testimonial standpoint and a lot of the um advice that i offer is you know, practices that I do use myself in the hopes that, you know, sharing my testimony, it may resonate with someone out there and they're able to get somewhat of a cheat code or at least, you know, be able to know where to start in self-acknowledgement so that they can change, you know, their reality. So, now that I've gotten that out the way, guys, let's go ahead and jump into this. So the first thing that I wrote down was being bullied consistently for being yourself. Now, when we're younger um, and, you know, you're just being, you're not thinking of how to be. You're just going with what comes naturally to you. You're moving with, you know your natural energies or how you perceive yourself to be. I mean, even before then, um, I would say that a lot of us as kids don't really have much of a self-perception because we're not really at that age. Or if you look at a child, they're not really thinking about those type of things. Those are type of things that adults think about and people who go through things or go through certain experiences um they think about those things and um again bringing the conversation back to being bullied consistently for being yourself I was a person that was bullied a lot for being who I was just for being the natural me the natural me that I'm exuding to you um, in in this world or sharing this space with you, I was bullied for that. I noticed that at an early age, I considered myself to be a black sheep. Um, I was social in school, um, but along with being social, um, 
I did have certain instances where I would have to fight because mama didn't raise no pong, okay? So I did have to fight and um, stand up for myself because um, unlike a lot of people who aren't able to channel that defense energy, I wasn't a person who was just going to allow you to um, talk about me or taunt me without any repercussion, you know? So a lot of times when people would bully me, I would definitely defend myself. With all that being said, guys, even when you defend yourself and, you know, that's all great and powerful and empowerment and everything like that, when you go through things, um, especially like bullying, it does leave a trauma. It does leave a part of you that is changed, that is hardened, that is... You know, it makes you now analyze yourself and do some self-evaluations. And it makes you alter your being so that you can be more socially accepted and possibly um, avoid certain instances where bullying can occur or where confrontations can occur. Okay, so if you're going through self-sabotage, And, you know, you haven't, as an adult, done that self-evaluation, that going into yourself and just looking at all of those things that you've pushed under the rug, that you've pushed deep, deep down in the back of the closet. And you will be surprised, guys. It's a lot of things back there that you don't even remember that you put there, honestly. Just as it is with physical things, when you push things to the closet or under the rug, you forget that it's there, you forget that you even owned it, that you even had any experience with it. That is the same thing with memories, with um, trauma, with, um, you know, experiences in life that wasn't the best experience or for whatever reason you decided to not acknowledge it and and make it as if it never existed. It's the same thing. So when you start to delve in deep into yourself, deep into your soul, deep into your inner child, and you start to begin to heal and and, um, nurture the inner child. Because what I've noticed from my own personal journey, guys, a lot of my now adult trauma stemmed from um, my inner child being hurt or bruised in certain areas that I developed, um, I guess, behavioral patterns to help me cope with that trauma. So being bullied was one of those things for me, guys. And I don't know who this is going to touch or resonate with, but I know a lot of people can... Um, I guess um, I'm looking for the word. It's not resonate, but you guys can kind of, you know, agree with me on, you know, being bullied and how it changes you. And you kind of alter yourself to a certain degree and you change who you are naturally just to avoid certain situations. Okay, so moving on. The next thing that I have here is um, guilt from past things that 
you're not that proud of yourself um, about. Okay? Now, guilt is a baggage. It's an emotional baggage. And we all feel that in some point, one area in our life or more. And um, there are times that even though time has passed, you know, from that, that decision or that action or incident that has happened, even though time has passed, subconsciously, you still hold on to it. You still hold on to it, even though, you know, you, I guess you press on or you move on because the world doesn't stop. So I have to keep going or I have to pull up my big girl panties or my big boy panties. I mean, (laughs) excuse me, big boy boxers. And it's like, okay, well, I have to keep going. But guilt is one of the things that makes people, and I can only speak for myself, um, but I know this will resonate with a lot of people. Guilt holds you back because you feel guilty. You feel, and then when you feel guilty, when you feel that you don't deserve good things to happen for you, you feel as though, you know, oh my gosh, this great thing is happening for me, but you keep going back to memories, times, places, people who wasn't really that great of an experience or a life experience for you. And you may have made a rash decision or an impulsive decision. Um, Sometimes it resulted in violence. Sometimes it may not have. Sometimes it resulted in, you know, hurting people's feelings um, or whatever the case may be. However, you still hold on to it because you feel guilty of what you have done and said. And you kind of self-sabotage. And when good things start happening for you, you just kind of feel as though you don't deserve happiness, which is untrue, guys. And I'm talking to you guys again. I have done things um, in my life (laughs) out of anger 99% of the time. The decisions that I have made, the reactions that I have given, uh, the things that I have said to people, to animals, to places, you know, just a lot of times just being so in a negative mind state that It kind of piles up, especially when it's more than one instances. Um, But this is me talking to you guys because I did have anger problems and anger issues, which we will talk talk about on um, later episodes. But um, keeping on topic, you know, doing and saying things off of impulse and, you know, being angry, you just like... You just think like, wow. And it's almost it's, it's almost like a shame that comes over you. And you just feel as though, you know, do I really deserve this? But again, guys, guilt is an emotional baggage that 
It doesn't matter how long you hold on to it. Nothing is going to change about that situation, whatever it is that you have done or said. So feeling guilty about it, yes, acknowledge that you've done wrong. Yes, acknowledge um, where growth can be ushered in, you know, and in turn, growth can be um, strength as well. So acknowledge where these things can happen for you, but holding on to the guilt and just, you know, self-sabotaging yourself, making yourself feel low, making yourself feel undeserving for good things to happen to you or for change to happen for you is not going to be healthy. So, you know, just try to let go of um, those things um, because, again, they're emotional baggage. The next thing that I want to talk about is um, subliminally being scared to succeed. I can attest to this one, and I feel like this has to be talked about because a lot of people don't want to face the ugly truth, which is themselves. And it's easy to look to outside people or outside sources to be the reason and the cause for why you're not succeeding or why succeeding is... um, I guess, such a task that you probably don't see as, you know, being a natural thing. When in fact, it is a natural thing. But what makes it difficult is the mindset, not of other people, but the mindset of yourself. The mindset that you have for yourself or how do you see yourself succeeding or what do you deem as success in your life that's what matters. And I'm a person that suppress a lot, a lot, a lot um, about myself and about sharing gifts and things like that with the world because I was afraid of, you know, the popular, unpopular opinion, um, the opinions of other people, how people would view me, how people would see me once I tell my story and or show them who I am, how I would feel for for their reactions towards me, or am I good enough? You know, that's really one of the major, major things that people face when it comes to success. Am I good enough? You have to find the confidence and you have to believe in yourself. And if you don't have that yet, You have to force yourself to believe it because it's not going to happen from anybody else. A person, even if they they did come to you and offer you everything on a silver platter, how grateful would you be for it? How how much belief would you put into that, you know, even though it happened so easy? You can still have those same self-sabotaging beliefs that you hold Um, due to, again, um, being bullied, um, you know, guilt from certain things that you have yet to let go, and simply being scared of success, not seeing yourself as being good enough. So, you know, again, guys, this is where going deep into yourself and doing um, soul searching and practicing things that will usher in a change of mind, a change of spirit, a change of heart so that you can grow, okay? 
Another thing that um, adds to self-sabotage is changing yourself so much to fit what's socially appropriate that you end up losing yourself. You end up losing who you are as a person. Going back to, um, you know, just being a child. I feel like that's one of our strongest moments in this world. Just growing up, you know, being a toddler, just exploring things and figuring out what's what and how this works and, you know, just being your authentic being, pure. And as you get older, you know, people will try to mold you or steer you into things. And our parents are are notorious for this. Our parents have a lot to do with why, you know, we kind of doubt ourselves and, you know, why we have certain traumas and why we're not comfortable with a lot of ourselves or a lot of our being. Our parents have a lot to do with that. But, you know, as an adult, you have to then take responsibility to fight for and fight to bring back who you are, who you who you are as a core person, your spiritual happiness. You know, um, you have to fight for that. And kudos to those that that instill um, spiritual freedom and you know um, free self identity within their their children and stuff like that. Because if you ever notice, those are the people that you find who are um, highly confident in who they are. And even when they make mistakes, they're not as hard on themselves as they are, you know, with people who have or experienced trauma or working through trauma. So they have more of a healthier mindset or more of a healthier spiritual um, body. And, you know, just pretty much, they have a definite different route on... um, dealing with issues and things like that okay but yeah guys trying to change yourself and just like wanting to be a part of people places and things who don't necessarily acknowledge you or see you or 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 feel that you fit in to that space or with these people is is a cry from the inner child again because the inner child has been denied of so many things, you know. Um, you've been told to change. You've been told to leave. You've been told that you can't be here or we don't like you or whatever the case may have been. And that can be, you can be an adult experiencing this. You can be a child experiencing this. It doesn't matter. Um, but again, it still alters you. So pay close attention to stuff like that. And, you know, again, just do things that make you happy. Do things that bring um, peace to your soul so that then, again, you can find yourself. Now, the last thing that I have here is afraid to um, fail and make mistakes. So, again, from a testimonial standpoint, guys... Um, I would have so many ideas. 
I would have so like I would just you know and I'm a very imaginative person I would play out things and scenarios or you know just allow my creativity to flow in my mind or say hey you know what if I did this or what if I tried that or whatever you know but a lot of times it would just start and stop there because of all of the things that I have mentioned um, in this podcast or this episode prior to this last statement. And that would force me to revert back to myself, to revert and keep my creativity, you know, limited and, you know, just not share so much of myself because, again, I just... I don't know. I just was afraid of people's opinion. And that was that's not a strong trait. That's not something that I'm I'm proud of, you know, but I know I went through that and I had to go through that to acknowledge it, to know what it is, to be able to now talk to you guys from a testimonial standpoint and hopefully um this can resonate with someone and now in turn help someone through this. You know, but when you suppress yourself, basically what you're saying is I'm afraid to try so that way I don't fail. And your failure can come in so many different forms. You can say um, people's reaction to your creativity. You can say how people see you or, you know, how strong I would be. Do I believe in myself? Like, Failure can come in so many ways, you know? And a lot of times that's why we stay stagnant as human beings or as creators and interpreters or whatever the case may be is because we are afraid to fail. But the good thing about failure is when you do try something, you find strength in the fact and the ability that you tried. You did something that most people wouldn't do. You did something that, you know, um, sometimes people won't even think of to try. And you failed, okay? But in failure comes lessons. In failure comes strength. Okay? So don't be afraid to fail. And don't be afraid to try. And on that note, guys, I'm going to go ahead and end this episode. I thank you so much, guys, for, you know, just coming out and hanging out with me and talking to me or, well, me talking to you. <laughs> but, yes, I really enjoy these um, these podcast episodes. And so far, the reactions to these episodes have been really great. And I'm going to continue doing them. Um... I don't know if we can do social media and all of that here, but um, over time, I will get more acclimated to everything. And yeah, um, let me go ahead and plug in my Instagram. I am Instagram at Portia, P-O-R-S-H-A, Samantha, S-A-M-A-N-T-H-A, everything together. Hope to see you guys soon. Thank you so much for supporting me and interacting with this podcast. Stay beautiful, my love bugs.